Hot Fire. What's up, y'all? This is the one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. It's your boy Hot Fire. This is Fred Ottman, Tugboat Typhoon. Hello, everyone. This is the Angelique Alicia T. This is the Callahan Death Machine and the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. This is the AirPod God, MLW star, Richard Holiday. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... And you're listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hello everyone, it's Stephen Jackson, aka DJ215, here again with another Tuesday review, but this time it's going to be a free match mixtape of Copenhagen Championship Wrestling, so CCW. So for any of you who've been um, tuning into the shows recently, which I've been putting out, a lot of the interviews which I've been um, uploading have been with wrestlers from the Scandigraps movement. So they um, are members of a um, sort of group of companies which are based up in the Nordic and Scandinavian countries, so Denmark, Sweden, Finland and Norway. And I thought, well, I've been in talks with CCW and um, one of the things I wanted to do, because I'm a big fan of the promotion, is much like I've done before, I want to kind of help people understand more of the matches, what are available for people to watch, because um, an interview only kind of gives one side of the um, one side of things. And I thought it'd be cool to be able to go and review a few of the matches from the shows, what are available um, on YouTube. So all of these matches I'm reviewing are available for free on YouTube. The links will be at the bottom of the description of this um, podcast and they'll be on social media as well so everyone can check out the matches. And I thought it was a great way to expose um, the actual wrestlers as well because you know the Scandigraps movement has really been picking up momentum throughout 2020 with a lot of um, independent interviews um, with myself and Kurt Johansson who um, I want to say on air as well, Kurt, you've done an incredible job. You know, it's been great to be able to you know, listen in to all of the people you've spoken to as well. It's been a real kind of eye-opener for me to a lot of um, wrestlers who I didn't even know about. So I just wanted to say that there as well on air to you, Kurt. So I know if you are listening, you know, I hope you're keeping well and that you're keeping safe. And I hope you enjoy this review as well um, of the CCW product. Um, so, yeah, so the um, just a little bit of an overview. So CCW, um, Copenhagen Championship Wrestling, it's based up in Denmark and it's kind of the underground wrestling company in Denmark. Um, very loyal fan following. Very much like an ECW vibe from the shows. Lots of um, rabid fans, you know, which I'll get into in the review. And just a really, really fun atmosphere. You know, it feels like it's completely authentic and it's organic and just fun to watch these shows. And that's one of the things what really grabbed me when I was getting um, into Scandigraps was just how... Um, you know, organic and fun everything looks. You know, wrestling should be fun. That's what it should be. And these shows and these matches and all the wrestlers involved, you know, you can tell they're having fun and all the the atmosphere is fun. So that's why I really wanted to be able to um, come today and review a couple of matches for you. And I hope you all enjoy them as well and go away and watch them and learn a bit more about um, CCW. So the first match I've chosen, which I feel the reason I chose this particular match is because it perfectly exemplifies the atmosphere Atmosphere of CCW. So the rabid fans, the the passion of the wrestlers, the style as well, but just the actual, you know, atmosphere of being there in the building, it really shines through in this particular match. And um, I think that's helped as well because this particular match doesn't have any commentary on it. So it is just all the, you know, audience noises and the 
fan noise and the noise of the actual wrestling, which is really fun sometimes. It's a really cool kind of, um, you know, way to go about things. I always like it when there isn't any commentary on matches. So the match in question is um, Sauté Kurt against Copenhagen Hangman, who I had the privilege of interviewing previously for um, for BBG Wrestling. So definitely check that out in our uh, Scandi Graps playlist. Um, at CCW's Point of No Return 2, so um so yeah so this match really you know it's all about the the crowd it, the 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 reason is that you know they're just so rabid I mean I put it in my notes these are rabid fans you know they just love everything and really strong chanting for uh, Sorte Kurt as well so Kurt's kind of more of the you know um standard guy you'd find on the street so really relatable against Copenhagen Hangman who you know is a really intimidating um hard hitting wrestler and, and heel you know really um you know kind of I, I when i spoke to him i kind of said he's got that undertaker vibe to him in that he's very his posture and the way he works is very undertaker-esque big hits and you know big um you know big moves and um you know power moves and things and um this was this was really back and forth you know hangman really was showing a lot more of his uh heel tactics so he um kept kind of having the advantage on Kurt, so he was landing some big clotheslines and big slams. But the the crowd were just getting onto, you know, into Hangman's head. So Kurt, you know, was able to fight back and they were just they were just um rabid for for everything Kurt did, every little thing he was doing. So he would keep going to the outside to give himself some time with Kurt and then the fans would be, you know, chanting for him. Um it was very much a, a match where he wouldn't back down. So there was one point where there was a really vicious-looking corner clothesline followed by a body slam, which then Kurt didn't kick out to. And, um, you know, there were then... Um, a point where Hangman was on the um, he was on the canvas and he was you know begging for mercy, but then the chants were the chants were coming of no mercy, no mercy, which was just you know great, and that was followed by a sidewalk slam from a uh, sorte, and um, they um they they just were really going at it, hammer and tongs. You can really hear as well with this match. I think this is one of the reasons I chose this match as well. When I've spoken to all the Scandinavian wrestlers and the wrestlers from CCW especially, the the actual force at which they hit one another is extremely physical. It's very hard and it's very, um, you know, swinging for the fences kind of wrestling, you know, classic style wrestling, you know, like what kind of um, was known of old, you know, very slow pace, but, Every move has a meaning and everything, you know, feels like it connects. And, you know, everything, um, you know, in this match, you could feel every slap, you could feel every punch, you could feel every clothesline, you could just hear everything and the crowd were just behind everything. So what happened in the end was that um, Kurt had um, kind of, he'd got his foot on the ropes um, for the uh, for a two count so that didn't go down well with Hangman, who then proceeded to slam Kurt down to the ring with kind of an over, uh, not an overdrive, sorry, like an, um, a face buster. And then he locked in um, a, a neck lock with the legs wrapped around. Um, so it was kind of like a crossface. It looked really tightly locked in. It's like a crossface with the legs wrapped around the neck. Um, and, you know, what was vicious was that you know, it was locked in for a long time, and the referee was there making sure that no, you know, there was no um, 
you know, no foul play or anything. But eventually, you know, the referee went over to Kurt and, you know, was saying, you want to give up? And then he lifted the hand one, two. And unlike a lot of wrestling matches where the two would then be the big Hulk up and then we would have the big comeback, Kurt actually passed out. So then Hangman won the match by um, by submission and uh, sort of technical knockout, essentially. knocked They knocked him out. And um, Hangman then was, you know, hating on the crowd following this match. And they were just, you know, they were livid. You know, they were really you know, angry that um, Kurt hadn't got the win after fighting so hard against Hangman. Um, but this was really, really fun. This was a really fun match. It really exemplifies why I really want to go to a CCW show. All the fans were really behind this. The work was brilliant. You know, that the, you could really feel the dynamic of the babyface and the heel throughout. And the ending as well, where it did feel like an ending, which a lot of times in wrestling now is kind of... Um, it, it kind of gets um, lost in the, the actual passing out of a wrestler, kind of becomes a big comeback, and then you get the, you know, the, the victory for the babyface. This was the opposite, where it ended in a heel, in a heel victory with the, um, with the passing out of Kurt... But um, really enjoyed this. I thought this was brilliant. Really, um, it's a short match, but it's a really good uh, a, sort of a really good example of why CCW's crowds and atmosphere really strikes out compared with a lot of other promotions. Really great. And um, you know, if you are listening, Hangman, you know, I hope you're keeping safe. And um, this was a great match, and I really enjoyed this. And um, you know, I enjoyed Kurt as well. And if you are listening, Kurt as well, I couldn't find you on social media, but if you are listening, Kurt, I hope you are keeping safe as well. And I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was great. So um, the next match we're going to go into is probably the reason I chose this is probably it's gotten the most famous. And I use that in inverted commas in the famous in international sense, famous international wrestler CCW have had on a show to date. So it was between Sebastian Day, the reigning and defending CCW um, champion, against Angelico um, of AEW um, fame. So Angelico, at this point, it was just on the cusp of him joining AEW. I may have joined AEW. I just can't remember from one of my previous interviews I had. But um, he was in the main event against Sebastian Day in this particular on this particular show, which was too hot to handle. Um, and you know it was it, it was one of those things where I remember vividly when um, you know I was kind of getting more into Scandi Graps and getting more into CCW and learning more about the shows and the wrestlers. This show came up um, and this match came up, and it was like maybe because of Angelico's name, but I was like, oh wow, I really need to watch this, and it's great. You know, a great, great match. Um, and this match, though, has commentary on it. So the commentary comes in the form of um, Aaron Hathaway and Lou King Sharp. So Lou King Sharp is um, a, um, he's one of the sort of um, main wrestlers and members of the Scandigraps group as well, but he's based up in Scotland. Um, and I don't know whether we have interviewed him for PBG Wrestling. I haven't myself, but maybe the team have, so I might go back and uh, go back and see. But... Um, Again, this was a completely different match to the one we've just had previous. This was a lot more kind of the classic um, champion and challenger, but there was some beautiful athleticism in this match. So, you know, we had CCW chants, you know, with the respect of what CCW had achieved, getting Angelico there. Um, and there was great mat work between the two. There was a beautiful-looking Indian death lock and to start off, you know, from Angelico um, countering an arm lock from Sebastian Day, which looked brilliant. Um there was a um, a kick which was um, 
so Sebastian Deer went for a suicide dive, but then he got caught with a kick from Angelico, which looked awesome. The way they caught that on camera, and you know the fans were really into that. That looked great. Um, there was an awesome looking jawbreaker with um, some running forearms for a big um, comeback from uh, Sebastian Day onto an Angelico, and then he hit a beautiful looking overdrive, which got a close two count. Picture perfect overdrive. You know, I love that move when it's done perfectly, and this was close. Um, it looked like that um, Sebastian was about to go for his corkscrew moonsault, which is one of his signature moves, but then he was actually caught on the top turnbuckle by Angelico, who um, hit him with a super kick to his leg. And then Angelico um, looked like he was going to do a running crucifix bomb across the ring, but this was actually countered by Sebastian, so he actually hit into an um, Hurricane Rana, and then he hit a backcracker. Um, which got a close two count, which was awesome. You know, one of these matches where, like, these classic championship matches where, you know, the challenger, you know, really could take the belt at any moment and, you know, the crowd was so into it and the commentary was on point about that, you know, Sebastian had been the champion for so long. He wasn't going to give up. It was his title. He was there to fight for his title, you know, which was great. Um, we had an awesome-looking... Um, face buster from Sebastian T Day, sorry, which got a close two count as well. And what had happened, though, is that, um, so after um, a few close two counts and back and forth, um, Angelico um, actually caught um, Sebastian Day, and unlike earlier on where he couldn't hit the crucifix bomb into the turnbuckle, he actually ran and hit the crucifix bomb into the turnbuckle onto Sebastian Day, which almost got the win. Apart from then, um, there was interference from... Um, from Hangman and his group, the jury. So Hangman came in and then he was beating down uh, Angelico and Sebastian Day after um, he hadn't got a title shot against Sebastian. So, you know, there was a big slam down. The referee was taken out and it was an assault. And then um, to even up the odds, we had um, Sauté Kurt, uh, Syme came in and Exetico, I believe that's how you pronounce it. I apologise if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. Who came in and then even the odds against the jury. So then they took out the jury and then Angelico um, threw one of the members of the jury. I just didn't catch his name, unfortunately, out of the um, out of the ring. And then they were waiting for the referee to come back in. But unfortunately, um, it was listed as a double disqualification due to the interference, which was a great shame. But what it did do was um, it allowed, hopefully fingers crossed, for another match to take place sometime in the future, either on Danish soil or in American soil, or maybe South African soil, given that Angelico is a um, South African native. Um, so it kind of ended it, um, you know, in a um, kind of a, a quandary as to what was going to happen, but um, Sebastian Day ended up defending his title with, um, with a disqualification ending. But we did get a great ending of a handshake as well between the two, and the um, title was handed back to Sebastian, and then he posed for the crowd, and there was a lot of um, you know camaraderie between the guys in the ring, Syme, Kurt, um, Exetico, and um, Angelico. And it was really fun, this match. You know, th this was, you know, again, a really classic um, championship match. You know, it really um, exemplified what the championship meant in the commentary. I thought the commentary was on point throughout. I thought that 
Um, it was great seeing Angelico in a different um, environment. I think this really is well what it shows to me and why I did choose this. Although this is kind of like seen as the most famous match, I think this is a really good starting point for anybody who, if you're going into a promotion and you don't know any of the wrestlers and you want to know someone who maybe is more familiar to you and then you can kind of go from there. This is a really good example of something which is really familiar yet something fresh. And I thought that this really um, was a great defence by Sebastian and Angelico and him had great chemistry and I do hope they get to face one another in the future because it would be great to see them go at it again and um, you know again the crowd were on point although the commentary was um, you know over over sort of the sound of the um, audience it was still brilliant to hear the crowd so passionate for everything what was going on so that was a really really fun match as well I really enjoyed it so then we come into the final match I've chosen for this um, CCW mixtape, I will call this, much like my GCW mixtape. And it is for the DPW, so Danish Pro Wrestling Tag Team Titles. And it was between Pete Phoenix and Lunico, who were the reigning and defending champions, against Gal Barquet and CJ Talias. Talias, um, who... This match took place as well just before lockdown, so it was at a show called CCW Seize the Day. The crowd were massive. You know, you can see one thing what's interesting is, is all these shows can see that the, the audience are growing in size and that they're getting more um, popular, the company. And this was just, I believe, as lockdown was hitting last year, but just before lockdown and they had a massive crowd for the show and it really showed because these these crowds and this, this these fans were rabid. You know, again really came through um so pete phoenix is another wrestler who i um have interviewed for the podcast um really great guy um and him and his partner lunico great tag team you know pete phoenix um you know he really explained a lot about his work and his heel work in the interview we had so definitely check that out because this is a great example of that in this particular match and the reason i chose this match is because um this is the kind of tag team wrestling I love, but it's just awesome wrestling overall. You know, this is like classic tag team wrestling formula and just tag team wrestling as a whole. It's just beautiful. Um, once again, we have Aaron Hathaway and Luke King Sharp on commentary, um, and it was a um, match as well. So um, Gal Barkey and uh, CJ Tellius, um they, I believe, are both Israeli wrestlers, but I could be wrong. I know when I was doing my research just after this match that Gal Barkey is an Israeli wrestler, which is really cool um, because, you know, Israel has a really strong wrestling um, community there. And this is another thing why I chose this match is because this match kind of exemplifies the undercurrent and underground aspect of all these great wrestlers from all these different countries who are coming together in CCW. You know, we've had Angelico, who was from South Africa. We've got Gal Barke, who's from um, Israel. We've got uh, CJ Talias, who has wrestled in Europe and um, he's wrestled in Morocco, I believe, on the commentary. And then we've got the Danish, um, you know, uh, reg regulars, Copenhagen wrestlers in Sebastian Day and Kangman. And then you've got the commentary team of Aaron Hathaway and Luke King Sharp from the UK, which is always, you know, great as well. So it's a real sort of European company, even though it's a CCW brand, it's a real European company, this. And it's a real celebration, which is why I chose this match as my final match for this review. Um, and yeah, this match was, you know, fantastic. You know, the in-ring introductions were awesome. Pete Phoenix coming down the ring and, you know, we're going to slap the fan's hand, but then he put his hand into his uh, into his hair. It was brilliant, you know, Ric Flair-esque. Um, real babyface and heel dynamic once again. 
you know, you can see who are the babyface, you can see who are the heels. And, you know, there was just some really beautiful wrestling here. Gal Park here, his his work is just on point. You know, we had um, him and CJ did a back suplex double team, which then led into a moonsault on them. Um, onto Pete Phoenix, which got a close two count. Lunico as well, I want to say, he he is a guy who has so much charisma and so much, um, you know, variety to his work. So he was working very um, viciously, but then he would go to, um, you know, doing things like um, he would do sort of crotch um, crotch gyrations. So he had the guy on turnbuckles, uh, he had the CJ on the turnbuckle, and then instead of doing the punches, he was doing the... Um, he was doing the gyrating, which was <laughs> which made me laugh, and I thought it was great heel work. Um, we had a beautiful looking as well from Lunico, beautiful delayed underhook suplex, and the time he got on that and the height, I thought it looked fantastic. You know the way they caught that on camera, I thought it really got over just how strong Lunico is and how high he got um, CJ uh, to Leah. So I thought that looked brilliant. Um, great double teams throughout this match as well. Phoenix and Lunico hit a great kick and elbow combo at one point, um, which got a close two count. Um, and uh, Gal Barke hit uh, some beautiful looking drop kicks. He um, also, he had a great um, sort of pin battle and leg sweep early on with Pete Phoenix as well, which looked, which looked awesome. You know, they all just went out of hammer and tongs for about 15 minutes. It was just action throughout. And there were some really great hot tags as well throughout the match. Um, you know, it um, really was a match which, you know, you couldn't take your eyes off and also that I didn't have enough time to write everything that was happening. So I hope I've done it justice throughout the review so far. But um, they, um, what had happened near the ending, so this this was the ending, was that we had a crossbody to the outside from them, from CJ Talias onto the champions Phoenix and Lunico, which was then followed by a cannonball on the off the apron from Bark uh, Air. But then um Barke, when he went back into the ring, he was caught with a big slap, which was then followed by a back elbow. And then we had um a really beautiful looking uh, finish from Phoenix and Lunico for the victory. So what they did was kind of did like a um it was kind of a shining wizard um elbow double team shot to the um to Bark here for the win. Um really, really vicious looking as well. Like you could really feel it at both both impacts at the same time. I thought it looked really simple but really effective and I thought it looked awesome. Um and that got the got the win and the um defence for the reigning champions. So yeah, this match was, you know, beautiful. I thought it was really classic tag team wrestling. I thought it was an awesome, awesome match. The crowd were with them the whole way Four guys who just, you know, were going at it non-stop. And, you know, I think this is a great example example as to why CCW, you know, is so um, great and why it's a promotion I really recommend people check out because, you know, you've got classic, you know, babyface and heel matches. You've got a big, um, you know, star match with Sebastian Dane and Helico. And then you've got a great classic tag team match in this main event, which I've chosen. And also as well, I want to point out that, you know, the um, actual um, wrestling itself, as I said, all these matches really get across that Scandigrap style throughout the whole of this review. You know, Scandigrap's um, 
it's although it's a conglomeration of a lot of different styles it has its own unique style and that's very hard hitting very slow paced but in a psychological way you know psychology throughout psychology everywhere and just fun you know this is fun classic wrestling you want wrestling to sit down and you want to enjoy it and everyone who's in the actual arena loves it if you're at home you can't help but get invested in it and you know me reviewing this you know i couldn't help but get you know excited watching these matches because they were all a ton of fun you know and all the wrestlers always put on a fantastic effort everything is always you know so crisp so um just just perfect you know this is the three perfect matches you know in three different exempl exemplary um you know performances from all of the wrestlers involved and you know i hope that um once um the lockdown restrictions are lifted then um, ccw can pick up the momentum it's gained throughout the um lockdown period and just go rolling with it because you know this show as well for the last review um sorry the last match i've reviewed you can see the momentum how high it is and you can see how much um you know they've gained in terms of popularity and fan um participation and things so i hope that that momentum continues and i hope as well that everyone's enjoyed this little um ccw free match mixtape review so i hope you go out and you watch these three great matches all different all fun spoken to a couple of the wrestlers involved in uh, you know this promotion and these matches and they all just you know were brilliant I, I thought they were such a great blast and i can't wait to watch and review more of these matches for you all and you know i think uh, if you want to know what scandigraps is all about you can't go wrong with ccw and these three matches so i hope you all enjoy these uh, these matches and enjoy this review as well so thank you for listening and just to finish off as always you can find BBG Wrestling on Twitter at BBG Wrestling and you can find our website at www.bbgwrestling.com. So that does it for me, Stephen Jackson, with this Copenhagen Championship Wrestling free match mixtape review. Thank you, everybody, and I'll catch you all again soon.